When you know that you are queer, but your favorite drink is beer, that's gayish. You can bottom without stopping, but you can't stand going shopping, that's gayish. Oh, gayish, you're probably gayish. Well, life's just too short for narrow stereotypes, so it's gayish. We're also gayish. It's gayish with Mike and Kyle. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, hello, everyone in the podcast universe. This is Gayish. The podcast that doesn't believe the Lord has come because I would have swallowed him by now. <laughs> oh, no. It's spell come. <laughs> I'm Mike Johnson. Welcome, everybody. I'm Kyle Getz. <laughs> We're here to bridge the gap between sexuality and actuality. And hello, Palm Springs. <laughs> you, you've made it. It's, it's great to be here. Uh, we, we've been here a couple of days, and I'm still trying to get people to show me where all of the celebrity houses are. I'm sure I'll find them eventually. <laughs> I haven't seen the sign. You haven't seen the, the Palm Springs of no. Washington sign? No. This is the Palm Springs of Washington. I, well, I'm aware. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I knew that, but I didn't believe it was real. Either that, my, my, my other maybe opening line was going to be, hello, Mordor, after all of the smoke that happened last week. <laughs> too soon. Uh, uh, yeah, a little bit. When so, it's now, it's too soon. Uh, yeah, we, we were here originally for Yakima Pride, which was supposed to be this weekend, as you may or may not have heard, uh, that has been postponed till probably September or October. Um, we're, we're really sorry to hear that. It was, it was pretty disappointing. Um, and w- with any luck, they'll be back good as new shortly. But uh, we can be gay this weekend anyway. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am going to daddy mic you for just a tiny bit. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, I, I do want to briefly acknowledge that we are on uh, stolen native land and uh, just acknowledge that. Uh, there's a little bit of history here. As a white kid that grew up in Zilla, they did not teach me the history of this place and where we are. And I, I think grew up in Texas. They did not teach me history. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, but I, I would highly encourage everyone to sort of look up the Wikipedia article for the Yakima War, because uh, although the reservation was created by treaty in 1855, that is not where it ended and it did not go well. And you should educate yourself about the land that we're on. Um, Lecture over. Uh, next. Um, oh, yeah, the smoke. I, I wanted to talk about the smoke a little bit. I think it's just God's way of saying, wear your fucking mask. Like, put your goddamn mask on, or that's what God is going to do. So, so like, get that filter on your face, folks. Um, yeah. It was real bad on Friday, I'm so though, glad right? DeSantis is a listener, because <laughs> now he'll finally hear from the experts yeah. <laughs> on mask wearing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, a uh, big thank you to Hop Capital Brewing. Thank you again. A uh, round of applause for these guys for hosting us. And um, uh, What are we drinking? What, for, are, you, what are you drinking? I am now? drinking a, a, it's a blood orange cider that is not broody. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's not their. It's not their beer. That's okay. You don't have because to... beer is gross. <laughs> so happy to be here. I don't. I just okay. What are you drinking? Well, I am drinking the Zero to Hero, which is the number two up there on on the menu. And uh, even though it is pride, everyone do not poke the bottom. Yeah. Speaking of number two, the, the, you don't don't, the, don't do that because uh, y- y- you will get you will get wet. There's a there's a hole in the bottom. There's a, <laughs> there's a hole in the bottom that if you touch it, it spills. Do not. All f- that is true. Do not finger the bottom. That's that's just a, leave, leave them into a straight dude to make these glasses into like flashlights. <laughs> 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 Good thinking. Oh man. 
Um, yeah, so quick reminder, JT said it at the top of the show, but this is a very not safe for work show and may not be appropriate for kids under 18. And if, uh, if you didn't know we were being recorded, this will be released, uh, on Thursday as a normal episode on our feed. Uh, how many of you have heard the show before? Round of applause if you have heard gayish. Great. No. Uh, similarly, a round of applause if you have not, if you are a gayish virgin. Great. Great. Love new blood. We love new blood. So, uh, Gayish is a show about gay stereotypes. Kyle and I have been doing it weekly. We've only missed a few, a handful of weeks in four and a half years. So we've got 240 something episodes of us just rambling. Um, Stru- st- intelligently yeah. Structurally <laughs> we're, we're talking to new people We talk We uh, we don't totally feel like We fit into the gay community For various reasons And We talk about a different topic Every week Yep Yep And I uh, I Part of the draw too Actually I, I grew up here I sort of said that A little bit ago I grew up in Zilla So it was uh, Exciting to come Home And And do this Little crazy show In the community That I grew up in Um it, the show's about gay stereotypes, and we try to sort of break them down and discuss whether it actually makes sense or not. And um, we've we've learned a lot o- o- over the years. I've learned and forgotten a lot. Yeah, that's but true. I did, um, I did. You've learned and forgotten a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> um, the one that I learned the most about was we did one on uh, gaydar, and I like legit did a lot of research. And I've yeah. been reading all these Facebook posts about like, you know, when you Google something and then just like look at you know, just random Facebook posts, like, you're not, that's not research, that you're not doing, everyone's like, oh, I did a bunch of research. I legit, like, read research studies for this show. Yeah. Which is a lot of work. I, I know. <laughs> Very difficult. Yeah. The, uh, the, but, yeah. So, we, we actually try to do some research and talk about whether stereotypes are true or not. Yep. And uh, we've been, we've been moderately successful, successful enough that we actually have an employee, fucking Dan, who's not here, but uh, he's our producer. Mm-hmm. He's a... He's at home. The smoke is not going to be good f- for him. So in his place... Yeah, we've got my brother, fucking Murph. Fucking Murph. <laughs> Don't cheer for him. He's straight. He doesn't deserve it. Worship me. Okay, that was hot. That's fun. Okay. I'll, I'll allow that. Um, yeah, so fucking Murph, thank you. Appreciate you. Um, yeah, so it is a tradition for our live shows. This is like our, I think, sixth or seventh live show, fifth or sixth live show we've ever done. Um, but we do not reveal our topic until a little bit into the show. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're not, we're not going to tell you. Yeah, there's suspense for the next 12 minutes <laughs> of what our topic is going to be. Uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we... Um, at the end of the show... Oh, God, yes, thank you. We all, you're so welcome. Um, we're, at the end of the show, we always do our stereotypically gayest and straightest thing that we did of recent memory. Uh, to show that we are all not just stereotypes and there's many facets to us and also it's fun and funny. So if you did uh, uh, anything that feels gayish or straightish recently, we will be asking on audience participation for that. So think about, think about gay or straight things. And if you're gay, your gay thing can't be that you had sex with a dude. Um, if you're dude, if you're straight, you, it can't be that you had like sex with a woman. You, like, you know, you, not the obvious ones. I mean, if you're straight and you, uh, your gayest can be banging a dude. Oh, like, yeah. Like, Tell us about the dudes you <laughs> fuck straight people. <laughs> Um, yeah. In fact, we're jumping right to that. Right. What straight people? 
<laughs> so at the end of the show, we'll be asking for volunteers. And uh, if you are brave enough to come up here and, and tell us you're gayest and straightest on the air, uh, I've got a, a box full of merch that you can dig around in and, and take some, some merch home. Murph, you sucked like a dick once, right? <laughs> Thrice? At the same time. At the same time. Oh, wow. But you were there. If you don't remember, it's all you. <laughs> <laughs> you sucked all three of my dicks? <laughs> so weird. Okay. Okay, yeah. That's we're gonna, we're going to do the news now. So... <laughs> Great. News the first. So I wanted to talk briefly about, uh, this is, this is, this is not fun. Get it. Everybody. This is the depressing part of the show. Strap in. Yeah. The news is, it's the news's fault. <laughs> we have no fun in the news section. So they're just right here in Yakima. I was trying to keep it local. Um, uh, a couple of weeks ago, this was August the 11th that it was recorded or, or reported on, on uh, KIMA. Uh, there is a, there's a thing that happened on Grinder, y'all. I, I, straight people are obsessed with Grinder, first of all, and, and um, I think that's hilarious because why? Like, I think you're just jealous. Like, maybe you wish you had you had your own like straight version of Grinder, and you think that's Tinder, but it's not. It's it not is very Tinder. different. And also, it's like funny, and then you're like, no, do you want to see? It's legit, like full of dicks, and like fuck me now. Like, I don't think they realize <laughs> like the extent to which, like, no, it really is. It, I don't know. It's, it's yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Well. Uh, in a place like Yakima, which Grinder is weird here. Have you opened any of the apps in Yakima? I'm banned from Grindr. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. You got kicked off of Grinder. <laughs> so I only have Scruff, which I did not check. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of, you know. Maybe I will now. It's sort of what you would. Yeah, let's do that. That's good, that's good content. Uh, it's It's a lot of like what you would maybe expect in a rural, more conservative part of the world. It's a lot of headless torsos and people that, you know, they... They, they don't necessarily want their... Suck me while my wife's asleep. <laughs> there's a lot of that, too. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, anyhow, there, but there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a sort of seedy, bad part to that also, which just happened here in, in Yakima a couple of weeks ago. So there's a teenager, and his age was not disclosed in any of the places that I saw, um, but who started... A profile on Grinder and was looking around and and then uh, started messaging back and forth with a guy named Francisco Javier Mendez. Uh, the the police have arrested him because he lured this teenager over to uh, Larson Park here and uh, uh, you know diddled him, did some did some non consensual sex stuff with him. Um, it was on June seventeenth, around four a.m. that this encounter happened. And uh, uh, they, they, they asked the teenager how he felt about the whole situation. He said, quote, I felt really scared. I didn't know what else to think of, or what else to think of, because in that situation, you can't think of anything. All you think of is just the photos and just being depressed and scared. They had, they had uh, sent nudes to each other, which that's the thing that happens on Grindr, straight people. Like, like there's a lot of dicks on Grindr. But uh, they, they'd sent pictures to each other and uh the the guy said you have to hook up with me or i'm gonna show your mom i'm gonna show your friends and family like you will be totally outed and uh ultimately that's why this kid went to the park that's horrifying yeah it's pretty it's pretty awful so that's you said you didn't know you're not sure if he's of consenting age he isn't 
They don't say. I mean, I guess teenager could be 18 or 19, which... Not that that makes it any less horrifying. I just... think the age of consent for sex should be 30. But that's just, you know, I'm, 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 very, I'm very different <laughs> from the rest of the world. <laughs> um, but but uh, yeah, uh, the dude, dude was uh, arrested, but then he was released on bail shortly after and has disappeared. Oh, so, yeah, sure. So be careful on Grinder, y'all. Especially here, maybe. I mean, yeah, it can be a scary place. I mean, that's what happens when you're forced to not be out about who you are and what you're into is yeah. you're you're forced to find other places to to hook up, and sometimes those aren't safe. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely true. Um, and uh, yeah, he did not show up for court, and there is a warrant out for his arrest. The case is open and actively being investigated. Uh, news the second. Great, please. great news the second. This one, this one is is uh, slightly more feel good, I think. Okay. So, um, I, I Black Lives Matter, everybody, and uh, they even matter in Sela. Uh, if you've been following this whole thing with the city administrator, uh, Don Wayman, 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 W A Y M A N, Don. Let's just call him Don. Don. Okay, Don. Uh, he was the Sela city administrator until recently, and uh, he 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 got fired. Yeah, we don't like him. So, is what I'm gathering right. so far. <laughs> Fuck so, that guy. So, so part part of, part of the whole thing with with him is he was seen in his private life, like on social media, saying lots of terrible things about Black Lives Matter as an organization. That they were that they were. One time he said they were communist, which that's fucking weird. I don't know what hmm. that has to do with anything, um, but that they were. You know, bad for society and the, you know the corrupting the youth. And are there even any black people in Sela? The answer is yes, but just a couple. Um, but they were uh, then separately from that. There were chalk art things that were happening on the, the the sidewalk and in the street that were pro Black Lives Matter, just like the normal like Black Lives Matter messaging. And the city administrator then sort of targeted this and had them erase it. And then it went back and forth. So they made bigger chalk art, they would erase it. More chalk art, they would erase it. Then the middle school, I think it was, said that, hey, you can have our whole parking lot to make as big of a chalk art thing as you want to, which was, which was, which was great, but that caused kind of a controversy. Anyway, he was fired, and then he's now trying to say that he was fired because he's a whistleblower. On chalk art. Yeah. <laughs> well, m- more more specifically, that he was investigating sexual harassment in the Sela Police Department, and that's why he was let go. But uh, uh, the mayor, Sela Mayor Sherry Raymond, on August, uh, uh, no, sorry. August 11th, so just, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, the, the mayor said, no, I mean, it was mayor talk. This isn't exactly what she said, but she said, no, I fired him because he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's uh, her, it was, she, she's, without going into detail, she said she fired Wayman because of his, quote, attitude, actions, and performance over time. Uh, he'd been the city administrator for six years. And, uh, yeah, his, his employment, quote, was not terminated for any illegal or, Im- or immoral reason and certainly not as retaliation due to his supposed status as a whistleblower. Um, so, yeah, uh, I, I just... There are actual whistleblowers getting fired and not <laughs> getting any kind of, like, anything any, the, of the protection we owe them. So that's fucked up that someone could just, like... Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it seems pretty desperate, right? It seems It seems like... 
I don't know, whistleblowers get away with shit. I'll try that. Let yeah. me try that as a label. Yeah, we'll Edward Snowden, he got it real easy. Mm-hmm. He's doing fine. Yep. Um, anyway, that's what's going on in, in, in Sela. Uh, the last one is not local. So news the last. Oh, I see the title. It's yep. local. Every It's local everywhere. It, it is. It is local everywhere. So if you may or may not have heard that OnlyFans, the on-site, uh, online platform for its dicks, like there's there's other reasons maybe for OnlyFans, but it's it's if there are I've not heard of them exactly, <laughs> exactly. unaware of other reasons to be uh, on OnlyFans. But uh, OnlyFans is getting out of the pornography business, so uh, they said starting in October, the company will prohibit creators from posting material with sexually explicit content on its website. At which, when Tumblr did that, that's why there's no Tumblr anymore, right? Like that's that's. Worse than sh- it's it's not shooting yourself in the foot it's shooting yourself in the dick that's what's <laughs> happening with OnlyFans right now and trying to trying to kick off uh, all of the pornography but they're they're saying it's because they want to uh, improve the chances that they're going to get bought out they're trying to sell the site and they're literally selling out like, right. they're, like yeah it, yeah but if you're somebody that wants to buy OnlyFans but you're now forced to buy OnlyFans without the dicks why are you buying OnlyFans. Yeah, and even if you're like, oh, I just want the name, it's like, what else is the name? Can Like, I don't know who wants to buy it, but like, but get that porn off there. I'm just there for the, I can't even say any, I literally know nothing else of what's on OnlyFans. They originally created it because they wanted to make it like a private Twitter that like people have access to things that people post but pay for it. So it's like yeah. uh, less shitty discourse, but. Also, in other news, uh, only barely related, uh, we'll, be, we'll be opening up an OnlyFans in October. So you'll have that to look forward to. <laughs> All clothed, <laughs> All cl- consensual clothed. talking. It's <laughs> so fun. Uh, anyway, that's the news. That's the news. Yep. Well, I think we're ready to reveal a topic. That's right. That's right. So you, usually we put on a big sign what the topic is going to be so that the audience has to say something like, Dirty, dirty, but uh, we're not. We're not going to do that this time. Um, but we are going to count down and say what the topic is. Yeah, is there enough tension? Have we built up the tension enough? Are you all tense? You look tense. <laughs> uh, three, two, one. First, first dates. dates. So. Uh- uh, really quickly, uh, we, like I said at the top of the show, have had 240, I think this is episode 243, um, and we've had 243 episodes, and we, we've only done one topic more than once accidentally. We did threesomes twice. and Nice. Yeah, <laughs> like hundreds of episodes apart, but we, we didn't, we, we sat down to record it. And then um, got got into the content, and we we both kind of looked at each other and went, "This sounds really familiar." I have such have a bad we... memory, but when something sounds familiar to me, I'm like, "Oh no, so this is ha- this already happened." Have we done yeah. this before? Yeah. So we had our second threesome, and then have been sort of talking about like, "What are, what are some other what are some other topics that maybe we should revisit?" And ask our Facebook group, so uh, Facebook.com/slash/groups/slash/gayishpodcast. To always be promoting. Wow, <laughs> it's the beer talking. Um, asking, asking, uh, you know, which topics do you think would be good ones for us to revisit? And the number one choice from our listeners in the Facebook group has been first dates, which is 
our number, our first episode, our very first episode was First Dates. Listening to it now is really cringy because the show has changed so much over time. And like, I didn't know how to. I would listen to some dude on YouTube on how to edit sound, and he was like, "Make it sound like you're in the bathtub." And I was like, "That sounds like a very good idea, sir." <laughs> and like, it sounds so bad, but um, yeah, we decided we had one mic that we sat in the middle of the table and like. That's good enough. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Good enough was really our goal back then. <laughs> so, nothing has changed. Um, yeah. So we are going to redo that topic. And yeah. there should be some things that are different, I would assume, now in, uh, in several hundred episodes. Although I could not be bothered to re-listen to the first dates episodes. So there might be some overlap. Deal with it. Yeah. We don't <laughs> care. Um, do you want me to start? Yeah, go for about? it. Okay. Is there Gata about first dates? I I do remember that I shared some Gata on first dates, and it was something to the effect of, like, if you're gay, you're more likely to just fuck and then start dating someone. Sure. I don't think that's changed. I didn't. I, so I decided not to look that up. What I did decide to look up was everyone's writing these articles about tips on... Uh, how to go on first dates again after COVID. Oh, sure. Things have like, changed yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So Don't do it. Just stay home. Keep your fucking mask on. Love is over. <laughs> Just <laughs> The world is terrible. Pretend you're you dead will never enjoy button down and your life is going to be a lot You'll never better. enjoy anything ever again. <laughs> End of segment. Yep. Um, so I, I, I started reading them and I was like, gays already know these tips. These tips are things that we've known. Just the tip. Just the tips that we mm. already know. Oh, I know so many tips. Um, so I categorize the tips as either uh, uh, things that we already know as gays that now the strays are finding out or just bad advice that people are giving out. So okay. I'm going to start first with the ones that we already knew. Okay. All right. Um, uh, so virtual dates apparently are, are every single article was like virtual dates are here to stay. Like a first date is like a. Uh, you know, do some kind of Zoom or FaceTime or something just to see if they're like chill and okay and, and regular. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and what they said is that helps gauge someone's personality. This is from Washington Post. Uh, gauge someone's personality and whether there's there's a physical attraction before going on a first date. Okay. I think gays, even if we have not done like video chats, like. I, I think we do a lot more of that sharing all the information, what we're looking for, what we want up yeah. front. Um, we have a million photos. You've seen our dicks and butts before we even, <laughs> like, you, before you saw our face. That's like, how we shake hands, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exchange photos. So I think we're way better at getting all this information up, like, out front before a very first date. Okay. Do, do you think you're going to, like, keep doing virtual dates? Well, I was I was going to ask you. Did you go on any virtual dates? No, like I cried. I, <laughs> that could be part of a date. <laughs> um, Join our OnlyFans. Yeah, right. Um, no, I I didn't go on any dates. I just didn't. I couldn't. I I I just no. So I didn't know we were going to be talking about this today. I have a I have a I have a history now of maybe um, sexting our listeners. And um, that I, I went on a I went on a Zoom date with one, and um, he's for sure listening. So now I'm like so f- real time filtering. <laughs> but but uh, is he hung? Uh, I, I that's okay. We'll talk later. Um, uh, so <laughs> what are his balls like? Describe them in detail to me. <laughs> wow, Kyle. Wow, that's okay. All right. Um, uh, Zoom dating is awkward as fuck. Like, it's all of the tension and anxiety and horseshit of a first date 
but like none of the maybe we can fuck afterwards. Like it's it's just, <laughs> just press it, your dick up against the camera and it, rub it, and you can't. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so w- one thing about virtual dating is yeah. I I really wondered if that was the expectation, right? Like like give give a gay dude a camera and he's going to take pictures of his dick at some point, right? And, and so I thought, okay, virtual dating that necessarily involves a camera is the expectation there? Like, is this actually a date? Are we supposed to pretend we're at a restaurant? Are or is this like is this code for cam to cam? We're jerking off together. And, I wouldn't do I wouldn't do that. I well I, I don't. You don't show your dick on camera at the. I've at all, never ever. taken a dick pic. Yeah. Yeah, which I still don't believe you, nor does anyone else, but you live your truth. Murph, you're <laughs> laughing at that. I I've literally never taken a dick pic. Okay. And I've, uh, this, this is the ways in which I don't fit the gay community <laughs> and sometimes feel ostracized. Yeah. Uh, I, and that's sometimes a deal breaker for people. And I'm like, cool. Okay. Good to know, daddy. Okay. Or whoever I'm talking to, <laughs> but probably daddy. daddy or whoever. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think virtual... I hate when you get stuck in the texting phase for too long because oh, texting yeah. can like you don't you you don't actually know who someone is through texting. I don't think, and so I've like texted with someone for a long time, and then finally we met up for the first date. And was like, oh no, you suck! Like I didn't gather that through the text. Like I had yeah. to sit down yeah. with them to realize that they were boring. Yeah, <laughs> and texts are a really good venue for boring people. Yeah, sure. Sure, because you have lots of time to think about how to be interesting. (laughs) I can assume that your intonation is more interesting than it ends up being. Yes. So I, I think I may try virtual dating. Mm. I may Mm. like may try a first virtual date. Okay. I mean, the new mask mandate statewide starts tomorrow, so you might have to like that. Might be the only option. Only bros. (laughs) New mask (laughs) mandates. (laughs) Bros only. That's why I have a mask mandate for dating. Um, Be upfront about what you want is the next tip. Okay. That's, oh, thank you. Oh, wow. Thank uh, you. I should always be doing a live show so people give me <laughs> treats. Uh, be upfront about what you want, whether that's a relationship, something casual. Um, and again, I think that's something like we have to check off on Grinder. Like, do I want to fuck? Do I want to date someone? Do I want friends? Do I want all of that? Like, I wish there was a checkbox for hugs. <laughs> okay, that's something I saw in so many is like some people are just going to want to hold your hand and maybe that's like your first date. It's yeah. like just, I, I wanted to cuddle with someone and he kept talking to me. And so like we met up and I was like trying to respond but in ways that ended the conversation. So I, could, I just want to lay here and cuddle with you. Hold me and shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I dumped, cuddled him or something. Yeah. Um, what else do we already know? Communicate your views on vaccines and safety. Uh, precautions that you take you know i i heard uh just last week that some ridiculously high percentage it was like 92 percent of lgbt people are vaccinated fully vaccinated so straight people get your shit together (laughs) yeah we know not to fuck around (laughs) we like (laughs) we don't have time for your impatient bullshit like yeah um uh, yeah, so we've already been communicating about our status on HIV, on STIs, on what, yeah. condom or BB only, which yeah. some people choose condoms. Right. <laughs> it's interesting. <laughs> Good for them, I guess. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think we've been doing this for a while. Um, uh, ask key questions early, like uh, things about children and marriage. I think those are things that... First five minutes. Hi, nice children? to meet you. I'm Mike. Do you want oh. kids? Is that, we, is that the advice? <laughs> I think so. Okay. You, you probably are very upfront with people about 
I, I mean, you know me, I'm planning the wedding by the time the first date is over if <laughs> I'm true. into him. So. Yeah. Um, I, I think because we don't have the assumptions of what is supposed to happen in a relationship, we kind of have to get some, like, it is not a given that two gay dudes are going to want kids. So, For sure. Like, or a while ago, this was different. Now, like, we have the option to get married, but not, not, not everyone wants to get married. That might not be the priority. I think we have a lot more options that have, are available or that we have to just dis- discuss. Yeah. And that there's not an assumption about the standard path you're going to be on. Yeah, absolutely. Which is nice. Absolutely. So that's the advice that uh, websites like WAPO, what else did I um, Shondaland? I guess Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes? Board of TV. I don't know. I didn't investigate. I think that has to be her. <laughs> of course, she left Grey's Anatomy to do a blog. Because that's, that's, <laughs> blog. that's the career path. <laughs> Wave of the future. And Forbes had some dating advice. Um, okay, so this is the bad advice. Okay. Um, uh, one person on uh, Washington Post said, if you start to go to career, go career, you mean talk about your career on your dates, you're friend zoning, you're taking the sex out. Um, and that is uh, Patty Stranger, former host of the Bravo reality series, The Millionaire Matchmaker. Oh, God. Who said, don't talk about your career. Wasn't she kind of bitchy? Yeah, she has a bitchy name. Patty's pretty bitchy name. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, mom. <laughs> um, I, that just sounds like terrible advice. Like when so, someone talks so about do, their wait, do or do not talk. Do about not your talk career. about your job, or if you do, you're putting them in the friend zone. Really? Yeah. I had on a first date post COVID, someone said. Uh, at the end, we got drinks, and at the end of it, he put down his credit card, and I like went to reach for mine. He's like, "No, this is this is the benefit of dating an older guy with a good job." And I was like, "I'm rock hard right now. <laughs> like this, <laughs> like this is, this is a good." You got reverse fin-dommed. Yeah. Yes. And it worked for you. That's great. I'm very happy <laughs> yeah, it was for you. hot. No, like I think talking about your job is going to be part of the bet. I didn't have a lot to talk about because I didn't have a job for most of COVID. But that's not part. Of, that's not what we're talking about specifically. Here. Yeah. Um, uh, I hate this shit. Um, uh, talk about instead of talking about like the pandemic and and like how difficult it was. It was like, talk about a cool project you pursued in your downtime. And if someone talks about all the productive shit they did during the pandemic, I'm like, you're too happy for me. And I can't do like, that's so annoying. That's so annoying of you. It sucked. Like you don't have to pretend that it didn't suck. And your new crafting project did not make it better. Please talk about your career. (laughs) Talk about your career. We are now in the friend zone. right? Or show me your credit card. So I get hard again. (laughs) Let me just take down those numbers. Would you? Do you have people that are like you? You've gone on a few dates since a couple. Do do people? What do you do about? What do you? How do you talk about the pandemic without being like this is uncomfortable and it was terrible? But like I don't want to try to put this positive spin on it that it wasn't there. Yeah, I mean, you you know me and you make fun of me for it. I just I I don't have a filter. I don't have a strategy. I just whatever is on my mind and in my heart comes out of my mouth, which. Maybe that's why I only have first dates, <laughs> not second ones. You made it but, sad. But <laughs> this advice is not going to be helpful for you. Then get creative on the second date. Okay. Okay. They said, um, so you, like, you know, you're doing like a Zoom date or something like, oh, okay, you're not crazy. Like, you're cool. Um, okay. Then this is, again, under my bad advice category is to like, uh, someone said, people are generally excited to finally wear the new date outfit they bought in 2019. 
Shondaland. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're I not. don't want to wear anything that has buttons. Or I want to just. Who is like? I'm so excited to dress up again and go into to the world. I'm like your friend I'm, Doug, but he's straight. He, so. <laughs> my straight friend Doug wears nice clothes every day to work down in the basement where he has his working office. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Longtime listeners will know him as, as Doug, our favorite fag stag, and he Why? is just... That's the, the, that's the, other than your cool crafting project, not having to dress up is the only good thing about the pandemic. Right. Like, that, so I, I don't think people are excited to now get back into their new fancy clothes. I think people are like, oh, cool, now I learned that I can wear whatever the fuck I want, and you just have to deal with it. I can do whatever I want right now, and you just have to deal with it. Yep. Yep. I don't know. Uh, so those are good and bad uh, dating tips for post-pandemic. Okay. Well, thank you. You're I don't welcome. know if I'm going to follow any of that advice because I'm really bad at dating. I'm not going to go on any dates. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think, yeah, I don't think that's going to work for me. <laughs> um, so, oh, you're going to hate this and so am I. Oh, okay. But here we go. So uh, the, the, the one of the things that I do fairly regularly on the show is I cover the history of whatever topic it is that we're talking about. And, uh, you're talking about the history of first dates? Yes. How is that a... Th- okay. The first dates were uh, around... The first first date... Was around 7,000 BC. And... Uh, uh, How would we know that? Because they were cultivated. They were... They were <laughs> I'm talking about dates the fruit. <laughs> they, were, they were cultivated around 7,000 BC and uh, have been a staple food of the Middle East and Indus Valley for thousands of years. Um, and it, what is really interesting to me, though, about dates, dates the fruit. What? No, keep going. I'm fine. Remember a long time ago when you asked me to stop saying fuck you, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> it's mean. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have a full drink now. Thank you, dude. I need it. I didn't know I needed it. Keep going. Yep, 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 yep. So... If you're listening at home, put your podcast player on 1.5. <laughs> <laughs> or two. Or two. Or two. Just jump just right like, to two. Yeah. Um, so so dates have been around for a really, really long time. But the part that I really wanted to talk about is... What? No, keep going. Okay, great. You, I, my face looks like this, so you're going to have to power through it. You're, I can't change that. Okay, that's fair. This is me. That's fair. Um, it, is, it, it turns out that dates, the, the fruit might actually be an aphrodisiac. There's there there's actual studies. I found a study that looked at a bunch of different supposedly aphrodisiacal is that a word? <laughs> aphrodisiac that word. Aphrodisiacal? A- yeah, they they looked at different aphrodisiacs and then tested like, hey, does this does this actually work? And dates is on the list of stuff that actually works. Do you so, know how they measure that? Well, I'm glad you asked, Kyle. <laughs> In the case of dates, it wasn't necessarily the fruit, although there was a little bit of a response from the fruit, but the pollen, if you can get date, palm date pollen and eat that, it increases your, uh, your sperm production. Was this study done on horny bees? Or what? <laughs> really? He, this was humans? We're humans. Like, human. All right. It makes human sperm happen more. More semen. More, more, um, the, the whole thing. More productive in all the ways. Um, con- protein concentration and glutamate dehydrogenase and a, a, bunch, of, a bunch of stuff. But it, it turns out that, that the, the palm date tree and its fruit... Have you ever had dates? I always get them in figs confused. I don't think I know what they are. <laughs> They're like big raisins. Ew. 
but but, but sweet. That's <laughs> the most disgusting thing I've ever All heard. Right. Well, I'm going to give you your first date eventually. Uh-huh. Um, so, okay, great. This, <laughs> is this our first date? This, this feels nice. Okay. Um, we never do this. Again. Palm date. Like a palm date? Yeah, I know you have a lot of palm dates, Murph. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's make sure. Um, yeah. So, so, but, but it has it has been studied. There, there was a uh, there's a study that I found on the uh, National Library of Medicine, uh, the National Institutes of Health, the NIH, talking about 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 dates, and actually being an aphrodisiac in part because it increases sperm production. What's also interesting about aphrodisiacs is gayish. Uh, because gay men have a stereotype for being so sexually promiscuous and sexually engaged, anything that's an aphrodisiac also has this sort of low-key implication that it might make you gay, right? Cause, what? Because because gays are horny. If something makes you horny, it will make you gay. And Straight dudes, is being horny gay? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us in the comments. <laughs> um but but like that makes sense, right? Like the Murph is the, gay right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking Murph! Welcome to the show. Um, so it, it, it's it's interesting that like the aphrodisiacs and especially the ones that work end up having this sort of parallel reputation for for making you act gay or potentially gay it's it's sort of a lot of it's problematic a lot of it is like there's toxic masculinity involved it's like the whole thing about how like in prison everyone's gay because you got to get your rocks off Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very very similar thing so basically eating dates is like being in prison that's (laughs) i guess that's where i'm going with (laughs) (laughs) Uh, some other aphrodisiacs uh that that might actually have something to it uh is uh salmon it's it's the 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 brain oil the vitamin D. You're always after the vitamin D. Uh, salmon. Salmons are an aphrodisiac. Salmon is omega threes. That's why I couldn't fucking come up with. It's right here on the. I've screen. never watched someone eat a salmon and think, "Cool, <laughs> open your mouth, I'm next." Bing like me. you. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, truffles, which okay. I, I actually, that. I, truffles are such a strong like flavor. I think you either like it or you hate it. But mm. how do you feel about truffles? I love truffles. Really? I mean, mostly oh, not the chocolate talking, ones, the mushroom ones. No. Oh, I was thinking the oil <laughs> on top of French fries. <laughs> oh, there yeah, are other yeah, ways. Yeah, to that's, eat the oil? that's the mushroom. Okay, I mean, but truffles are also chocolates, right? Like the little, oh yeah, like, yeah yeah both. Um, wine and other alcoholic beverages, which it's uh, that's a well-known aphrodisiac and works because it lowers your inhibitions. Yeah. You are you are more confident and more engaging and and um, yeah uh, oysters. Which Again, I, watching someone just slurp on an oyster. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I hope that's the sound you make when you suck dick, dude. Like, that's the, <laughs> uh, the, the thing with oysters is that they are uh, high in zinc, which is known to increase testosterone. And uh, a couple of other amino acids. Figs, which are not unlike dates, which, like I said earlier, I sort of get them confused. But um, that, that's, uh, a lot of that's uh, just biblical in nature and might be um, by connotation or um, association, right? Like, um, the Bible said figs make you horny? Yes. So in the, the Bible, Bible is fucking weird if you actually <laughs> read it. So I guess I'm not surprised. Adam and Eve were born naked. And then when they ate from the tree of knowledge... They saw that they were naked and they hid themselves. It was fig leaves that they hid themselves with 
and therefore that means they wanted to fuck i guess is the like i don't know how it all makes sense but that's sure that's 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 where that comes from uh watermelon watermelon is apparently a libido enhancer um uh just avocados ginseng chocolate but also dates so Hmm. so so dates uh have had a uh sacred and exotic thing about them for for millennia but it turns out there's actually some like science behind that and again aphrodisiacs make you make you gay so what (laughs) you should set up a buffet of these foods and take them to like i don't know a baseball game or wherever straight guys hang out and see if you can land (laughs) one no you got it that's what they got i think i don't know yeah i don't think i'm gonna use that information i think i'm pretty sure dates are gross yeah all right well I'll, I'll, I'll so uh, here's a recipe tip, kids. If you want a really sort of impressive appetizer, take dates, cut them in half, remove the pit, put a little bit of goat cheese in it, one almond, wrap it in bacon, and fry that shit. It is amazing. It is fucking amazing. Do that at your next party. You might turn somebody gay. Okay. <laughs> let's talk about anal. Okay, let's talk about anal. <laughs> This <laughs> they seem not surprised by this, I guess. Um, uh, I'm going to talk about the question: Should you have sex on a first date? Should you have sex on a first date? If you can get it, get it. <laughs> as far as I'm okay, concerned, that's helpful. <laughs> um, I looked, no, this is this. I, I I spend a lot of time thinking about, I about know. well this thinking because and, because I'm me. Yeah, but yeah, go yeah, ahead. yeah. Um, so I looked on Ask Reddit. Okay. Uh, this is my Ask Reddit segment where I, instead of you having to look at the internet, I looked at the internet for you because the Great. internet is terrible. So this uh, <laughs> question was asked on uh, Ask Gay Bros uh, by user Horoboros. Um, I don't know if there's a sexy way to pronounce that. Horoboros. Yeah. With a W or not? Yeah. Is that important to you? Horoboros. Horoboro. Okay. All right. Um, uh, yeah. He said blowjobs, handjobs, anal, anything that involves a dick or two. So do you, would you have sex on a first date? Do you have a rule about this? Well, okay. So do I have a rule about this? So one rule I do have, and rule is a strong word, but uh, I, I definitely, because I have a trauma response to sex sometimes, mm. I will set the expectation that anal is off the table. That, Sorry, you had a, a I, sex expectation. Sex expectations, exactly, cool. exactly. But it, I, like, I the the I, I love I love to cuddle. I love making out. You know, oral is probably on the table. It depends on the vibe. But like, it's really it really helps me out a lot to just say anal is off the table for a first encounter for a first day. How do you bring that up? By just saying it, which I know you hate. <laughs> I know you advise against using your words, but that's what I do. That's just well, like you just. You like, hey, I'm Mike. No anal. <laughs> like, how do you like? No, like, how do you say it? I should change my profile name to Mike No Anal. Hey, I'm Mike No Anal. <laughs> no, it's like when you're in the texting phase of like trying to set something up, like you know, not the first message. I'm not like, hey, no anal. Do you want kids? That's not that's not how I roll. <laughs> but but you know, relatively quickly, try to bring that up and set and set expectations and and mostly it's because like it, it's just it's for me i'm i'm fucked up and i have a good therapist i'm working through some shit and just i can legit if i don't have whatever is a sufficient amount of connection with the person 
I'm going to have a trauma response during sex. And it doesn't matter top or bottom. I'm going to not enjoy myself because I'm going to be freaking out and then I'm just trying to get through it and it, it, like, it's yeah. really upsetting. So in order to, it, in order to prevent that, so yeah. that I'm going to have an actually a good time, which I assume he also wants me to have a good time, maybe. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. So just say it. This, this is what's true for me. This is what tends to be true for me. Take it or leave it. All right. Honesty. That's one approach. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> Could work, maybe. Uh, some of the responses. Uh, user turned Milkins said, I usually wait a few d- dates. I'm not a hookup guy, kind of guy, so I like to know that they want to get to know me and sure. not what's in my pants. I mean, can I know both? Because I would like to know both. <laughs> On the third date, you can. Um, uh, someone else said, uh, I have, meaning had sex, on the first date. First night I met my boyfriend, we were in a threesome. Aww. Sorry for the other guy. I chose the other side. <laughs> you were fine. He was better. <laughs> it seems like, isn't, is that what uh, Found Love in a Hopeless Place is about? Rihanna's song? <laughs> <laughs> I think the middle of a, th- a threesome is the best. Like, these are two more men beside me than usually. Mm-hmm. I think I have a better chance in threesomes. Just casting a white net. Yeah. <laughs> uh, user Stay Golden Johnny Boy said, I try to wait at least three months if I'm talking to to the dude, having sex is very vulnerable action for someone. I believe, don't laugh at me, that when you have sex, you give a piece of your soul away. Oh, that's some like Mormon purity ring bullshit, I think. <sighs> that's but, a, yes. <laughs> According to Mormonism, you have to wait three months before having anal. <laughs> that's my favorite part of the Mormon Bible. <laughs> um, another user said, I've learned the hard way that hooking up on a first date usually means no second date. However, with my last serious boyfriend, I ended up spending the night and having some wild, freaky sex on the first date, and we made it nine plus years, so there's always exceptions. <laughs> that was very not helpful. Your example <laughs> did not help prove your point. Well, I, I think people that make these rules about, oh, I shouldn't have sex on the first date because then that'll lead to no... It's like, well, did you actually have a connection with them? Because like maybe with the right person, sex on the first date, it, like, it worked out for him even yeah. though he doesn't so well so i mean lots of dudes and know you know who they are you're probably into it they're only interested as long as they are trying to get like to fuck you right like they they are only interested that's their game they're not interested in you they're not interested in nor need they be or, right but this <laughs> yeah, exactly but but uh don't touch me lovingly on the shoulder they're, they're for like sure, a stepdad <laughs> Daddy Mike is here. Kyle, tell, tell, <laughs> tell him your problems. <laughs> but they're, they're, they're for sure, like lots of, lots of dudes where that, they're just stereotypical asshole dudes. And as soon as you, as soon as you have sex, they're not interested anymore because for them, I think it's about the chase. It's not about the experience or the person or a relationship. It's, it's about the chase. I just, I mean, that's something people say. I just don't think. I don't know. I just I, I've not seen that in re- if people want sex. I I think at least in the gay world they just say I want sex and then you know. Like I don't know of anyone that's like let's go hang out on a date so that I can try to pursue you yeah. and then I don't know. I I just think people would say that up front if that's what they want. I just don't think that idea of like it's for the the chase and the hunt. Like there's so many dudes you can fuck. Like don't you don't have to worry about. 
I don't have to do that game. I think you're. I think you might be wrong about that because I, I. I also think that there's the the if you're if you're not the type of person that gives off, gives off the I just want to fuck vibe. If you're like if you're I, someone I, different than me, right? <laughs> exactly. If you're opposite it, it, of me. The, then the hunt becomes getting that person. I guess so. Right? Like that's more of a challenge. That's something to really go after. And then when you've conquered that, you feel good about yourself for having conquered that, and then you move on. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, someone else said, I used to have sex on the first date. Uh, haven't had a first date in a long time since I married. That's extraneous information. Thanks for bragging. Um, <laughs> if, if we didn't have sex, I would take that as a sign that the date didn't go well, and, or they might think differently about sex than me. So that's interesting. Like You're talking about like not having sex to sh- like because you want them to stay interested in you but mm-hmm. like there is also the opposite like if our values don't align on like i enjoy dates and sex like that might like that may put someone off i, w- I want to clarify what i think i don't think i i think that whether whether sex is on the table or not should be less of a thing there's so much wrapped up into it if you have sex on the first date great mm. if yeah. you don't that's fine too don't make it a thing. Yeah. Like sex is a normal human thing that humans do. And if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Stop fucking playing games, everybody. I right? agree. That's yeah. okay. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Applause for my mom, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um uh someone else said, What's a date? <laughs> Uh, uh, someone else said I uh, only actively try to have sex on a first date if I found I wasn't into the guy might as well get some sex out of it oh god oh god (laughs) I mean I can I can relate like if you're hot but have no opinions or feelings or thoughts or I don't want to communicate with you like Let's get to what you're good at, dude. You know, like what? <laughs> Let's not play games. Let's not pretend like you're good at talking, and you don't need to. Um, the last one I'll end it. Fair. This one I'll end on is uh, uh, this one time I waited a few weeks before having sex. The sex was terrible. Usually, my dating comes from hookups anyway. And to me, that's what I think. The the it's like that whole like gay people start to inherit these dumb rules from straight people on like wait till marriage is like what they and like then you have sex with someone and you're like oh no this is forever <laughs> oh no like if, if you want to have sex do it and then learn if that's good or if that's a deal breaker or if that's you know I don't know I, yeah, yeah. I think that's helpful information that I need to have at some point and yeah I, yeah, no. yeah, I agree first that's fine um, do you want me to tell you something different? Yeah, that sure. I, that is specifically relevant to you. Oh, yes. This is, okay, there are some challenges with dating that are that gay people experience that straight people don't know about. I'm so excited to hear what you're about to say. And this is a quote from a piece uh, called "Things I Want to Tell You on Our First Date but Won't." And this is by Ryan Van Meter. Um, oh. And I, so I'm going to read just a portion of this to you. Okay. Okay. That I am thankful your name isn't the same as mine, which is probably the biggest disadvantage gay people have in dating. The chance of dating someone who has your name. That I could never, never date someone with my name. That I think it is so creepy, I can't think of a man perfect enough to be the exception to this rule. That I'm thankful my name isn't Michael. Okay. 
Okay. Or something as hopelessly common. <laughs> because then my already shallow dating pool would be suddenly drained. Okay. 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 I think he means drained in a bad yeah. way. <laughs> my dating pool is drained. <laughs> But that's the different. Um, Great. How do you feel? First of all, I, this is directed at you. So I, let's, I block people on Scruff for being named Kyle. <laughs> I'm not kidding. You couldn't hook up with someone named Kyle? Absolutely not. I don't think you could handle me being with a Kyle. Oh, no. you. D- yeah, yeah, that's true. No, don't. That's weird. <laughs> I dated a Kyle. Did you really? Yeah. It was nice because during sex, he didn't know I was screaming my own name. <laughs> Great. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> um, aren't you the one that has a theory that all Kyles are gay? Okay. I did until I found the Reddit, like the subreddit Kyle. And I, my stereotype of Kyle is based R on... R slash Kyle? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> I... My... My Kyle image, my the stereotypical Kyle in me is, is based on what I th- saw. I think it's in Shrek 2 where they had <laughs> Prince Kyle who had Kyle and glitter on his shirt and did a dance. And it was like in the what like in the 90s or whatever where you didn't have to be subtle about I'm a gay prince. Right. And while I watched this with my high school friends, everyone looked at me and I, you know, in high school I had to be like, oh, that's weird. Or like, I, you know, like, what do you do when you're like, oh, that's crazy. Was that when you it's had gay. one of your many, many girlfriends in yeah, high school? Yeah, <laughs> prob- I don't remember. I don't remember. I went through so many. <laughs> um, <laughs> those relationships didn't last. Interesting. <laughs> Who knows why? But so my image of Kyle is a gay Kyle. So when I joined our Kyle, it was the, the stereotype of Kyle's is that they drink monster energy drink and okay. that they punch holes in walls and they're very angry. Probably because they're all closeted. <laughs> this is a glory hole. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's like the idea of a Kyle's like they, like they literally like had no, like all the posts were, I punched a hole in a wall and monster energy, like they had no, there's nothing else interesting to them. Hmm. Meaning they're straight. <laughs> there's nothing interesting about them. <laughs> It was, it was so crazy. I, yes. So I used to until recently, and now I think Kyle might be a gay. Uh, there's something straight about the name Kyle that I find. What I, about Michael? Michaels? Well, Michaels are Mikes. Michaels Very are more different. likely to be gay, which I think you know, when you look at names, if there's a long and a short version of the same name, there, there are a lot of like really prissy queens that insist on the long version of their name yeah right like if somebody if you call somebody jeff and they say it's jeffrey then yeah. you know that, that like that bitch is gay yeah right yeah like, yep uh, mike and michael same thing yep same thing yeah yeah why did you go by mike i mean because you were pretending deep, so? i was deeply in the closet until i was 30 yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um do you do michaels you meet tend to be gay yeah yeah, okay. I think so. Except in a professional context, it's a little different, right? Because there are a lot of... Uh, Mike is such a... I don't know. It, it evokes... I think Mike Rowe might be the fault, the, the reason. But is he the guy that drank his pee? No, 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 no. That's, that's Bear Grylls. That's Bear Grylls. <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's Mike Rowe? Why are we talking about drinking pee? Any, uh, Mike, the topic has now changed. <laughs> Mike, Mike, changed. Mike Rowe did the show Dirty Jobs. 
And so now mm. I have... No. Only, it was about OnlyFans. <laughs> it's about OnlyFans. No, it's, it's about construction oh. and, you know, like driving a forklift good or whatever. Is he hot? And, he sounds hot. Um, I think you would be into him because he would not be into you. Yes. And that's, you know. that's my ideal man. Um, okay, would you date someone with your own name? No. No. Mike's and Kyle's block, 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 block. Wow. That's not true. I would maybe bang a mic. But be with? Date? No, I don't think so. This is bad because fucking Dan's ex-husband's name was also Dan, mm-hmm. right? And so mm-hmm. there's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I wish I wish he were here so we could like ask him about that. Right? I just picture the wedding invite that says like, <laughs> you're invited to Kyle and Kyle's wedding. And that's just the gayest thing I can possibly think of. Like, yeah. I, like even I'm rolling my eyes at the idea of that. Like, yep. oh my, like I can't. If someone sent me that invite, I'd be like, this is too gay. I can't attend this. <laughs> like, this is too much. It's too gay for it's even too Kyle. Much. <laughs> this is too much, Kyle. <laughs> um, so that, that segue is now, what, what, what other things do we have to know or do or, or think about when ga- dating, when gating, mm-hmm, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that straight people don't? Like... Uh, one other one that I will just throw out there is your exes can be dating each other. Oh, God, yeah. Which sounds very uncomfortable. It is very uncomfortable. And you'll probably run into them because gay communities are small. Mm-hmm. And so you run the same circles. You run into people all the time. That's for sure going to be something that you're faced with. Yeah. I would add, um, I think, you know, heteronormativity being what it is, there are still very strongly gendered models for how the world works and the man is expected to pay and the man is expected to decide where you're going and that's changing there are lots of pockets of society where that's changing but it's still prevalent enough i guarantee in fucking yakima it is of of like you know the the way that men and women relate with with each other if, if you're both if you're gay you're both dudes did you know that Kyle <laughs> so, <laughs> which means you have to pay twice which is really unfair <laughs> it's the gay tax but but, but there, there, there I think you have to navigate that and then there's a bunch of toxic shit too about like the one that acts like the woman is the bottom and like has to it just and it's it's fucked up yeah I mean um, we, and because media is now changing and now we can there would we're seeing more examples of shows and, and relationships involving gay people. But like when I grew up, I remember asking the only other gay person I knew in college and being like, I'm going on my first date. What do I do? Like, how do I yeah. do that? My only examples were straight people. And so I didn't know, like, are we just two bros sitting down eating? And he was like, yes, that's what you do. <laughs> and like looking back on it, that's horrible advice. But maybe at the time we had to just be like, yeah, we're just two dudes eating food together. It's normal. <laughs> Nothing here. Like you yeah. just had to kind of, to to kind of get get by or not be worried about what other people think or yeah yep i think also uh, touching back to one of your previous segments here there's the is there the expectation of sex i think is is heightened or more awkward because you've got you've got a lot of stuff wrapped into do you fuck on the first date or not and i think that that, that there's a there's a lot of male again sort of toxic culture about that that you've got to figure out how to navigate together 
I mean, yeah, like if you're at a Mexican food place, like what do I order? Right. Like, <laughs> I, I need, I kind of need some information up front before I place my order. For is, is, is that is that code for a, do I do I do I need to bottom later? Like, yeah. hey, should I order the refried beans? Yes or no? What do you think? When yes, you sir. both order salad, then like you need to have a conversation. <laughs> Someone did miss some upstep in planning. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely code. Uh, how have your recent post-COVID dates been going? What's a date? No, I'm kidding. It was cultivated <laughs> in the 1980s BC by Cleopatra. Uh, uh, okay, I mean, I, I've um, uh, I've really only gone on so during the pandemic, like in the, the height of the pandemic, shits shut down. I went on two, three first dates, and like virtual. No, like in-person first dates, which was super awkward because like one was at a restaurant, um, the Blue Water Bistro up on Green Lake. And uh, so we were outside. They had outdoor seating. So it was, you know, COVID free or whatever. And uh, but we sat completely across a six foot table from each other and just like ate our meals near each other. We did not even touch once not even to say hello or goodbye right so um that was slightly better than zoom (laughs) but not ideal since the pandemic though like when things sort of started opening up in in may june july that kind of zone i was like i think i've only gone on one date maybe two and it's just awkward like i think we all forgot how to human during during the quarantine during lockdown like we just don't know how to interact with each other and how to like make small talk and how to not have a mute button when you're tired of that bitch talking (laughs) or whatever um i already was very bad at first dates i hated them and felt uncomfortable so now i can just be like "Ugh, i don't know how to do this anymore (laughs) like yeah pretend like i once knew oh okay yeah that's that's smart. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, how, about, how, about, how about you? Um, I've been on a few dates. Uh, I went on a date for the very first time with a couple, oh, yeah. uh, which that's a brand new thing for me that they uh, they were trying out and I was trying out. And that like opened up my like mind to like, I didn't work with them, but uh, I, I would do, I would date a couple now. Yeah. I think that's a... I think I, I wouldn't have thought of. I mean, they say Portland is like the poly capital of the universe. Do you need to move, just move down there? It's, it's trickled up. It's trickled up economics. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and Seattle is pretty prevalent also, yeah. especially on the apps, right? Yeah. Like, like I'm, yes, my husband knows I'm on here is a thing that I see a lot on, yeah. on Scruff or Grindr Yeah, or you or can even like on Scruff, you can link to your, you know, partner or husband's profile, which is nice. Yeah. Then I can see, you know, who's going to figure out who's going to be in either end or whatever, <laughs> or whatever coordination. Oh God. Um, yeah. I th- Did we do it? Yeah. Yeah. So that was our redo of first date. So if you don't like it, blame our Facebook group. Yeah, that's right. It's their fault. It's our Facebook group's fault. Uh, so, uh, just a couple of explanatory things for absolutely no reason whatsoever. Since the very first episode, I think probably the only 100% consistent thing we've done is take a break. <laughs> Um, because we hadn't edited audio before, so we said out loud, we're going to take a break because we literally were, and then we left it in the episode because we didn't... Yeah, so we take a break every episode. So we always take a break every episode, and then during our breaks is usually when we record our Patreon segment. So Patreon, if you're not familiar, is a platform where... 
uh, people who want to mostly show their appreciation for content creators will will just give us money out of the goodness of their hearts and there's you know there's some some benefits that we that we give for for that based on tier or whatever but uh, every 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 episode we we record some extra content for our patreon supporters and so we do that during our breaks so what's going to happen is we're going to we're going to take a break and then do some patreon stuff and ma johnson's going to be here we're going to so, mike's mom up we're going to talk yeah. about we're going to talk about some cruising locations yeah, yeah, nearby. We, so, yep, <laughs> yep, absolutely. Um, and then, and then we'll come back and we'll do our gayest and straightest. So, if you've been thinking about your gayest and straightest of the week and want to share it, there, that's coming up. So, do some, do some thinking. And I'll be looking for a show of hands who wants to participate in that. Um, but yeah, should we, should we, should we take a break? Let's take a break. Let's take a break. Oh wait. There's a song for that, and uh, you have to press the play button. I have to actually play the play 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 it. So here Let's we go. Let's take a break. <laughs> this is going great. <laughs> uh, okay. Thanks, mom, and thanks, Patreon. Um, enjoy that. Uh, yeah, so please be thinking about what you want to say for your gayest and straightest. Uh, again, there's free merch on the line, which I don't want to take at home, so you better fucking participate. Um, uh, y- 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 yeah, are, are, are we back? We're back. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> uh, we are going to do our gayest and straightest in mere moments. We're going to do our gayest and straightest, but first, uh, a couple of programming notes. Uh, Kyle's going to be out next week. He's at our favorite Fag Stag's wedding, yeah. which that'll be that'll be yeah. awesome. Yeah, he's marrying a lady, if anyone's curious. <laughs> for sure, for sure, for sure straight. Uh, and yeah, our website is gayishpodcast.com. Our socials. We are on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. We're canceling our OnlyFans. Yep. Uh, we're on. Uh, we're on. Discord. Discord. We're at Gayish Podcast. Our hotline. You can send us text messages or leave us voicemails. It's five eight five five Gayish. That's five eight five five four two nine four seven four. Standard rate supply. Our email is gayishpodcast at gmail And our mailing address is post office box one nine eight eight two Seattle Washington. Nine eight one zero nine, and we have a whole bunch of shit to open up at some point. Which Ooh, I'll, presents. Yep, presents. Yep. That's why I got in the podcasting game in the first place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The, just, just <laughs> the high stakes, the, 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 crazy world the, of the, podcasting. The, <laughs> um. Yeah. Gays and straightest. Yeah. Yeah. So we're gonna do our gays and straightest. Please raise your hand if you want to participate. When when we're done. Oh, Ma Johnson's gearing hers up. Okay. So. Oh. Okay. So. Yeah. Hello. So my guest is I made a um, necrophilia pie <laughs> for Kyle. Actually, explain, explain that, please. please actually, explain that. Please it's explain a, it. It's a nectarine pie, but I thought that sounded really funny, so I did that. <laughs> anyway, and um, so that was a gay. I didn't never know if I'm being gay or if I'm being straight because, like you said, I'm like a gay man inside a woman's body. <laughs> but the straightest thing. 
about me this week was I almost ate half the pie myself. <laughs> and we all know gays don't eat. <laughs> gays don't do that. They're watching their skinniness yeah. every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Next. How about, how, about you? I, uh, how about you, Kyle? What's your gayest rated? My gayest is uh, last night while I was, uh, I was like, did a little research, and then I uh, found my way on YouTube where I started watching uh, a recommended video to me, which was Britney versus Christina uh, Billboard Hits Battle. Oh, and wow. what it did is it went week by week over time and showed where each of them were on the charts at that time and played the song that was like the the highest ranked at the time okay um and man we did not bionic didn't work great for her (laughs) it didn't go well for her lotus too christina she her voice is way better but damn girl um my straightest is uh i cleaned my mirror uh, oh, for the first time in 27 years. I thought dirty um, mirrors was like a straight guy like thing, but I didn't take a selfie in front of it. <laughs> which I think every time gays clean a, a mirror, they're required to take a selfie in front of it and say "clean my mirror" or something. Which okay. I didn't. I just cleaned it and then was done. That makes sense. Yeah. That totally makes that totally makes sense. What What about you? Uh, so the straightest thing about me this week was playing pull tabs at the Old Town Pump last night here in Yakima. Uh, that what's pull tabs uh pull tabs like it's it's when a bar has uh you know you you pay money and then they give you these little these little things that you open up and you rip them open and if there's like a slot machine if there's three symbols that match then you win money it's it's gambling it's fucking gambling but um you you pay money and they give you these little things and you pull them open they're pull tabs and you can get cash so sounds like straight nonsense why don't you just play a game madison pub has them in seattle gay bar my favorite gay bar in seattle madison pub has has pull tabs if you Hmm. if you know where you're looking anyway Old Town Pump is uh, that place is straight. Like <laughs> for how gay the name sounds, I got Old Town Pump <laughs> last week because <laughs> I'm into daddies. And that's I, fine. I, I've been in that bar exactly twice in my entire life. Last night and my 21st birthday. <laughs> like that was that's it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a Yakima institution. The gayest thing about me this week was uh, after Old Town Pump, uh, some some well, including 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 you. We went we went out um, to the Tap, which is a really cool place here downtown. Um, they give you a little bracelet and you tap which beer you want and you pour it yourself and they just keep track of how much you drank. It's a really cool concept. Anyway, it was trying to figure out with Jacob how to get the the uh, the jukebox to play Todrick Hall. <laughs> <laughs> at the tab, I was like, "Let's get some raining fellas up in here and see and see if everybody just goes home." But uh, yeah, that was my <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, all right, so for else, uh, TV, what do you, what's your case and straightest? Yeah, hit us. Audio check one two one two. Yeah, a little closer, but yes, check. Yeah, you got it. All right, so uh, for me, gayest for this week was the uh, during the sex on the first date comment segment there. The immediate first thing was like, no, you have sex, and then your second date is actually the first date where you actually go out and you're in public together. That was the first thing that came to my mind. So it tells me, tells yeah. you everything you need to know about me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, straightest was yesterday. I immediately noted it because I love it. But yesterday was the last Saturday without college football, and college football comes back next Saturday. So I am so excited. I bought a whole bunch of new gear for the season so I can get all of my. Uh, Superstitions, my okay. superstitions okay. out of the way. So I have new hats, new shirts, new pants, 
new belt buckles and everything. So who are you? College with? football is coming back and roll tide. Roll tide. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I do think shopping for clothes is pretty gay until you put sports logos on it, and it's like, oh, you're a bro. <laughs> I heard the teens are rolling Tide now. <laughs> it's a dangerous new teen trend. Oh, my God. Did Tide Pods have something to do with that? Like, uh, I, I'm totally lost. Uh, anybody want to share their gayest Australians? Show hands. You want to? Dre. Dre, you started walking, so now it's going to happen. <laughs> Hit us. What's your gayest and straightest this week? Or uh, recent memory. It doesn't have to be this week. I don't really week. know of anything necessarily like this week that I've done pretty gay because, you know, I'm pretty straight edge. Mm. Um, but I will say that my brother is a queen. He's out in Seattle. So I'm up there in Seattle all the time. So I see, see a whole bunch of fun stuff. So um, it was a drag show one night and everybody in the club, who's gay? You know, everybody's waving. And then they go, who's straight? And I'm literally out of 150 people. And they're like, congratulations, you're the judge. <laughs> Did you judge a drag queen competition? Yeah. Shut your fucking like mouth. Drag show, yeah. yeah That's so, awesome. Uh, the straightest thing I probably did this week was... Well, we're we're making some beers in the back, so I guess cooking. Yeah, mm, yeah making yeah. beer. Yeah. You probably like put hops and stuff in it. Yeah. Wait, what's your brother? Your brother's a queen in Seattle. Yeah, he goes by uh, Amber Rose. Amber Rose. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Check out Amber Rose too. We might we might have you have him on the show. Like, <laughs> I'll get you, I'll get some contact information from you after this. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Dre. Uh, and uh, yeah, any, anybody else? Anybody else want to share shakers? their Murphy? You want to? Yeah, great. Oh, you know where the mic is. <laughs> My brother, everybody. <laughs> Hello, podcast universe. <laughs> Hello. So I actually have a, uh, a gay sensation revolving around my right wrist. I've got a... Uh, you, you were just fisting the air, just so everyone knows. Uh, it was all those, uh, all those palm parties you were talking about. Yeah. Earlier, <laughs> palm dates? Palm dates. There you go. There you go. Yeah. No, so um, I have a uh, stepdaughter that is 21 years old, and she is in England right now um, studying abroad at Oxford, Ooh, which okay. is super cool. I mean, it's, it's one of the coolest things. But uh, before she left, um, my lovely fiance slash soon to be wife, but barely, you know, the same thing, basically. Um, she handed out these sunflower uh, wristbands to her two daughters, which one of them is in England, the other one is here in Tri Cities. Well, not here, but, you know, the better version of Yakima. Okay. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, she handed these out, and they came in in duplicates. So there was two of these uh, bracelets for each set. So she had those leftover ones. She was like, oh, maybe the cousin can do it or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like super bitchy about it because like, it's my gayest thing. I was like, give me that fucking bracelet. I'm wearing it. <laughs> if I don't wear this bracelet every day while she's gone, um, I don't know. Give I, me I, that I, fucking bracelet. Give me that exactly bracelet. right. Yeah, yeah. I want to be a part of this. Don't leave me out. So I'm, I'm wearing this bracelet. And I've been wearing this bracelet for, what, seven days now? Eight days? She's been in England. And uh, 
I, uh, I, I work in a super construction oh, yeah. business, and I, I run a, a roofing supply company. I run a crane and all these different things. So I go to the bathroom, <clears throat> and I've had this it, bracelet. Is it a cruising spot? Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, great. Yes. <laughs> Ideal. Most of the time. <laughs> but if you're not wearing an orange vest, then you're not allowed in the yeah. bathroom. Okay. Um, and uh, and I, I, I sit down to use the restroom, and uh, I get done, and bracelet no longer on my <gasps> wrist. Oh, no. So I'm like, oh, God. What's going on here? What happened? And and I don't search for it. I'm like, eh, if it's gone, it's gone. I'm like, it's in the, the toilet. It's it's going. It's going. So I flush the shit out of it, and that was seemed pretty dude to me. Like I demanded this. <laughs> I demanded this bracelet. Like, no, I'm wearing the sunflower forever. <laughs> and then flush, and I'm like, yeah, it's gone. Yeah, whatever. You got to do what you got to do. No, it's fine. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> and you're still still getting married. And I, and I have it. I have it. For sure? It, it, it didn't go in the toilet. Oh. You uh, know, actually, if you guys have any sort of paranormal, like, uh, subject at any point in the, in the future, mm-hmm. I found this um, at work, and it was double-coiled perfectly, which no one can... This is, like, the worst podcast you ever, but... Audio it, medium. Or, yeah. It was just like this, double-rolled, laying on the on the floor... Um, probably 30 or 40 feet from my office, just laying there double-coiled. And I can't even take it off without putting my hand together. Huh. It, it was weird. It was mm. cool. And, yeah. Well, Yahtzee. Universe looking out for you. Right. Thanks. Thanks, Merv. Thanks, Merv. Back to the audio. DJ Jazzy FM. DJ fucking DJ FM. DJ fucking Merv. Yeah, we've got, we got, we got 10 minutes-ish. we got time for one more if anybody wants to share. Going once. Going twice. If you if you need a gayest thing, meet me in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Hi, Jacob. Hit us. Hello. How's Hi. it going? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure really if this is the gayest or straightest, but driving 650 miles. Yeah. To be here, you're a crazy person. I, I mean, is that like anti-hosting? I I, I don't want to be a host. I, I drive to you. Host host or travel? You traveled. <laughs> uh, but definitely my gayest. Uh, uh, taking notes on the cruising spot was it the rest area in Prosser? Yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to send me that on the maps. Okay, great. <laughs> I have a printout if you need the full list. Oh, very good, very good. <laughs> we'll drop a pin for you. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Jacob. Thanks, Jacob. Uh, well, okay, that is it. All the thank yous. So, first of all, thank you all of you here at Hop Capital Brewing. Really appreciate you being here and. and, and Showing up and supporting us. Um, when uh, when Yakima Pride gets uh, rescheduled, maybe we'll uh, come back and and try to do this again. I'm gonna be hot by then. Yeah, I'm gonna lose weight by then. Yeah, yeah. everybody gonna... everybody talks about their Yakima Pride body. That's what they're that's, <laughs> that's what they try to get going. Um, uh, and and thank you to Yakima Pride for for collaborating with us on this. It was it was really really great, and I'm I'm sure that uh, things will be. Things will be rescheduled and, and, and happy and, and awesome. Um, uh, thanks to Hop Capital Brewing itself. Thank you guys for hosting us and putting us on here. Really appreciate it. Thank you to the wait staff. Please be sure to tip your wait staff because they, they work hard for us and, and, and um, 
Also, it's, it's, thanks to Heroes Pizza out there, I like it's it's good ass pizza. If you haven't had any pizza yet, go out there and and uh, and, and support local business. Uh, also, thank you to my mom for being our Patreon segment and our first gay straightest there. And thank you to to my brother Murph or fucking Murph uh, for for filling in for fucking Dan on this live show. Uh, I, I love you. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, you've got you've got a bunch of other people to, uh, to thank. Thank you to the dudes I went on first dates with for giving me content for a podcast. They explicitly <laughs> told me not to talk about them. Yep. Sorry. Um, but also thank you to our super gap bridgers, which are people on Patreon that support us a bunch. So we say their name in every episode, and somehow that makes them keeping giving us money. It's a good deal for us. Uh, thank you to Forrest Nail, Patrick Martin, Anonymous, Clinton Withers, Explosive Lasagna, Christopher Farrell, Jamie Pugh, Kevin Henderson, Tipsy McStumbles, Thomas B. Dusty Sands, uh, Chris Catchstory, <laughs> and Jerome York, and CN and Javi. We appreciate you and your money. Yeah, absolutely. Not in that order. Right. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, that's it. This has been Gayish from Yakima at Hop Capital Brewing and the Chris Catchatorian Studios. I'm Mike Johnson. I'm Kyle Getz. Until next week, be butch, be fabulous, be you. See you next week, everybody. Thanks again. Thank you. Yeah, so thanks again, everybody. Uh, we're going to stick around for a little while just to say, hey, uh, we've got lots of stickers and merch, and we like meeting people, so feel free to hang out for a little while. We're going to pack up eventually, but we'll be here for Oh, yeah, a, now you know everything on Podcasts or Lies. We didn't actually, like, that's where we ended the recording, right. and we didn't leave. Like, we were still here, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. yeah.